Hello there, Tim Winders here. Welcome to Seek Go Create Special Edition. I have the most special guest that I have on the podcast and YouTube channel, which is my wife, Glory. Get to that in just a moment. A few things that we have that are a little bit different and unique here. This episode is actually dropping and releasing the week between Christmas and New Year. So it's going to be a little bit of a theme to it, possibly related to that. Um, don't want to date it too much. So we think it'll have some things that'll be applicable to any time of the year. But for those watching on YouTube, I just want to say we're, I am in a new environment in the RV. This is my wife's office area. You can see the kitchen behind us in the RV. We're kind of doing some new things as far as content creation recording. And for those that are listening in, we've got a couple of new microphones and mm -hmm. a PodTrack P4 mixer that's running through here. It looks like everything's doing okay. So hopeful that the sound and video is incredible and that you enjoy this episode. I, I think I am. We've been excited about it, but then right when we were about to click record, we were kind of getting cords going everywhere and video and so was someone getting anxious? I, I wasn't getting anxious. Were you mm -hmm. getting anxious? No. Were, was I? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> A little glimpse behind 34 years of marriage here, which is kind of one of the reasons we wanted to do this. But listen, if you listen to this when it drops, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year. Glad you're here. Welcome. This is going to be a, a fun just conversation with... Uh, Glory and I, you will be glorified <laughs> for listening in here. So uh, welcome, my wife, Glory. Glory, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I had to come such a long way. I actually came to you. I'm sitting at your desk. Well, that is true. So uh, yeah, for those that are watching, we're actually in the middle of our 39-foot <clears throat> RV. This is the central section. And one of the things we are going to talk about here as we get going is that we're coming up on our four-year anniversary of being RVers. Mm -hmm. And uh, that is kind of exciting, kind of interesting. We might do a few things that we've learned, things we enjoy, things we like, maybe things we don't like. And uh, But this is the middle section for those that see us. The kitchen is behind us. This is Glory's kind of office space, and we're going to be doing a little bit more recording and all here. This is where you do a lot of your recording and I do. your work, right? Yes. Catches a lot of stuff. So uh, anyway, for those that are just joining us for the first time on Seek, Go, Create, welcome. I do want to remind you the best place to go to get information is SeekGoCreate.com. Just visit the website there and make sure you give your best email address just to stay connected because we send out about a weekly, I send out about an, a weekly email just to keep people updated on things that are going on. Uh, leadership, business, ministry, things like that, and uh, also just an update on latest episodes. And also make sure you visit SeekGoCreate.com. But formal introduction, 37 years ago, 8, 37, 38 years ago. Married 34, engaged 2, dated 1, knew each other for, yeah, 38. Met 38 years ago. I saw this lady and it was love at first sight for me. She's still catching up with that, but uh, <laughs> we think we we think she's getting close. And <laughs> I was absolutely um, gobsmacked. I don't use that word very often. Gobsmacked. I was 
<laughs> for all our BBC listeners. <laughs> I was impressed. Fell a lot. Yeah, for all those overseas <laughs> gobsmacks. Um, and uh, and and we have been working together, working on our relationship, seeking after the Lord for almost that entire time. The reason I say is that I don't think I was seeking after the Lord early on. I was. Uh, probably subtract about five or ten, four years, four years, from something that. like that. Yep. So anyway, Glory Winters, welcome to Seek Go Create. Thank you. Thank Any, you for having me. Anything just on your mind, on your heart you want to share just right out of the gate mm. here with all this new equipment and all that we have? <clears throat> this is different. <laughs> you don't like wearing, have it, you don't like wearing I don't like the headphones. Don't love it, but um, <laughs> might have to change up my color or something <laughs> if we're going to do much of this. Um, I actually kind of am the one that has been suggesting that we need to do more of this. Um, Tim said we've been together for a really long time, and a very good portion of that we've worked in business together until maybe the last 10, 11 years. And um, at that point, I started uh, working a little bit more uh, corporate, um, and he still had his clients and things. And so we were kind of each working, doing our own things. And it's never felt exactly at home with us not working together. And um, But it's also been really interesting of us learning how to work together again because we both kind of got a little bit set in our ways of doing things the way we each like to do them, which is a little different. So, um, I don't know, a little bit ago I said, why don't we like around the Christmassy time do an episode together? And, um, you know, before you've interviewed me, but this is like something for us to do kind of together and, um, and see how it goes. So... So here we are. Here we are. You get a little bit nervousy when it's you and I together, don't you? Well, I never know what you're going to throw at me. It's kind of like dancing with you. Do you think I'm trying you to... You want to make sure I'm following. Do you think I'm trying to trip you up or am I trying mm-hmm. to encourage and... <laughs> I don't think you're trying to trip me up, but you want to make sure that I'm paying attention and I'm following. <laughs> Sometimes I get bored. I just like to keep it fresh. And those that have listened in know I like to do things a little bit differently and all. So, well, relax. Take a deep breath. (laughs) Glory. We are uh, recording this towards the tail end of actually right before Christmas Mm -hmm. in 2022. We've had a fun last few years. And one of the things that we've done, I want to start off with this is right at four years ago, around this time, we were moving into this RV, Theo. And we we had been doing some traveling, but we were about to go back to traveling. We were finishing up Bible school and just felt, you felt, the Lord told you that we needed to travel again, mm-hmm. but we needed to do it in our own place. Yeah. So pros and cons, things you've enjoyed, things that have been challenging about four years. Because some people listen in and go, seems like the greatest thing ever. And then Sometimes we know that there's challenges with anything, but uh, what do you like about it? I mean, I like that we can pick up and move. Um, 
We love the city of Rapid City. We love that area. We love doing, you know, late summers and falls there. And I said, maybe we should try a winter there. And Tim said, not in an RV. And it is a good thing because this last week they've had two feet of snow. And I think if we were in an RV there, we might have picked up and left. <laughs> well, That's a had... lot of snow for a house, but it's a serious lot of snow for an RV. Um, or we've been in places where it has been so hot and we're like, what are we doing sitting here in 100 degree weather? We could move. That's nice. During the pandemic, it was very nice because our granddaughter was being born, our first grandchild. And um, we actually got locked down in the city that our daughter and son-in-law live in. And um, instead of that being a negative, it was really a positive because we were there with them and we were able to still be in our own home. But, um, you know, be there, go to the grocery store, do the errands and things for them so they didn't have to take the baby out. Those are some of the real positives. Um, plus, we just we've seen some beautiful things over the last four years. I mean, we've been on the Oregon coast, and we've been in the Rockies, and we've I mean, all over. Anyway, beautiful, beautiful areas that we've seen. Um, some of the things maybe that we've had to get used to is, um, you know, 39 feet and that's what you've got. <laughs> and if you want to be alone to take notes or you want quiet, which I need quiet, I need very quiet focused time when I'm working on things. Tim can listen to music and do all kinds of stuff, not me. And so sometimes it's difficult when you're trying to do something like that. Um, and you just don't have a lot of space. If it's pretty outside, then, then our home, you know, can be the great outdoors as well. Um, we've had to learn a lot about the RV. Have you learned a lot about an RV? More things than you thought you'd ever know? I have. One of the <laughs> things that you brought up is, is very timely. You mentioned Rapid City, and we look at the weather up there right now, mid to end of December here. They have, I think, a high of negative eight, a low of negative something. 23 or something. And they will not be getting above freezing for, I think I counted at least 10 or 12 days. Well, that's a problem when you carry around your water tanks, your, <laughs> your drainage tanks, and yeah. you know, running off propane and all that. So that's not very much fun. But I think I think Glory brought up something. It's, this is a cozy little space. Mm -hmm. I don't know if anyone remembers this, but I'm of the age that I remember riding in the back seat of a car without seat belts. So don't throw <laughs> stuff at me. Oh, did you ever crawl over well, the seat there was, while the car was moving? I'm sure that I, eh, no, I probably didn't. Did also you? laid in the back window. I laid in the mm -hmm. back window. Yeah. But one of the things I recall is, you know, especially as my sister came along, is that kind of being able to sometimes tuck down in the, in the floorboard or like you mentioned, yep. up above it. And there's something comfortable about just having a small space that is yours, that mm -hmm. you are cozy and comfortable in. And we've, we've lived in big houses. We have. We've lived in medium-sized houses. Mm -hmm. We've lived in apartments and been homeless. We've traveled around and been in a lot of different homes. And there's something very comforting about the coziness of the space. Now, there's limits like kitchen. It's not as big probably as you'd like. We don't have a dishwasher. Well, well, I do. You do. <laughs> this is my His, dishwasher. His model name is Tim. Tim. 
so you do have a dishwasher. Let's clarify that. So maybe I don't have a dishwasher. But you have a cook. I have a cook. You have a dishwasher. That's we exactly have a good, right. good partnership there. So, uh, so, so all of those things are interesting and different mm-hmm. and sometimes difficult to get used to. It is sometimes difficult to get used to. But one thing that I would say over the last four years that um, I've been forced to do, you can speak for yourself, is that living in a small space like this, especially when you're used to having, I mean, we had a 6,000 square foot home, huge kitchen, all these things, you know. Um, But one thing it'll force you to do is to think outside the box. Like, um, this year I have taken up making sourdough. Well, to bake artisan sourdough loaves... It works really well in a Dutch oven um, that you can heat to really high. My oven in the RV is nowhere near um, big enough to be able to do that. And so I've had to learn to think outside the box. So a couple of ways I've done that is I've come up with other sourdough recipes. You love my sourdough biscuits, sourdough rolls, things that I can that don't have to be as high and that I can put in my smaller oven. I've also thought of other ways, like check to see if there is an oven in the resort that we're in, or does someone else have an oven and I will bake two loaves if they'll let me use their oven. They get a loaf, I get a loaf. Um, I got you a smoker for Father's Day, and um, the smoker can actually keep temperature control, Um, and so... I thought that was going to work, except that my Dutch oven is just a little bit too big. So it's taken me back to the drawing board of, okay, how do I find a shorter little bit of a Dutch oven, but it still work in the smoker? I know you're loving all this. The point is, it has made us solve problems outside the box. Um, I guess it was two years ago, we needed to change out some light fixtures, And so we, our son was just happened to be in town with us and he went to, it was a Home Depot or a Lowe's or something like that. And he's like, what are y'all doing? Because we were just walking up and down every single aisle and we were like, I don't know, but we'll know the solution when we see it. Because it was not just as simple as changing out a light fixture when you're in an RV, it's got to be 12 volt, it's got to be, anyway, all these things. And, um, And he's just looking at us going... What are y'all going to do with that stuff that you collected? Because as we walked through the store, we go, you know, I think we might could do this and this and this. Later, after we had the project done and he came in, he was like, you have got to be kidding me. That looks amazing. I would have never put all that together. But it's made us think, I think, a bit more creatively about some things. I think sometimes when you have unlimited resources, it, 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 you can get sloppy and lazy. Uh, you know, one example that I have that may not be as appropriate for you is, I have very limited closet space, very limited space to put stuff. So I'm very intentional about the clothing that I have in there. And, you know, if you just got a big old huge walk-in closet, you buy things, put it in there, buy things, put it in there, keeps piling in. I think most people still wear just a small number of clothes on on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. They rotate and then they've just got all these things that are in there. So... I think it's been a, it's going to exercise. I was just sharing, I think, on an episode recently that I, I think I've had to learn patience or I'm trying to learn patience. I'm still working on 
patience uh, for those people. What are that, you having to be patient with, honey? For those people that are just listening to the audio, I just I got the look, <laughs> the look like, oh, really? You're 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 learning patience. What would you need it for? I don't understand. Well, I've wanted to fire up the RV and just mash the gas pedal down and boogie to get to the next location, and I think it's important to enjoy the enjoy journey. Enjoy the journey, yeah. A little bit more, and I think that's something God's working with me on, maybe mm-hmm. you a little bit also in some mm-hmm. areas, because uh, we're kind of wired to be fixers, and sometimes we're always in fix-it mode instead of just maybe just kind of enjoying the scenery and enjoying where we're around. So, in general, someone says... Should I RV? Should I move into an RV full-time? What are you going to tell them? Um, well, for us, for me, it was an answer to prayer. It wasn't just a whim. So the um, answer is pray about it. Well, for me, it was. Um, you know, and maybe before you go sell everything and just think it's going to be a, the greatest thing ever, borrow someone's RV and go on a little bit of an extended stay or rent an RV or do something like that before you like sell the house, sell all the stuff and move into it. Cause we've seen people on in our four years. In fact, last year we had some folks that had retired, sold their home, bought a million, a half a million dollar rig. And they were in their first month. And I don't even think they were really liking it a whole lot and probably questioning you know, what have we done here? Um, so maybe try it out if there's the possibility. It wasn't much of a question for us because um, God just said, um, I, I remember I was in the shower and just talking to him about, Lord, our time, I feel released from where we are. And I know our time is up here, but I just really don't know where we're supposed to go. And we didn't know where we would want to. Not that Tim and I will probably ever re- Tire, but we didn't know where we wanted to kind of settle in maybe some of our later years. And so I kind of felt the idea of one of the best ways for you to figure that out is to go try some different places out. Go where I tell you to. See what nourishes your soul. See which areas, which climates your body does better in. And I was like, okay, we we can do that. And I'm thinking we're just going to do a month here, a month there in like Airbnbs or something like that. And we had done that at one point, and I hated the packing up of the bathroom and the packing up of the kitchen and having to move all that stuff. And the Lord was like, yeah, you don't mind going to new places. In fact, you kind of thrive on meeting new people, trying new foods, new cultures, new things. He said, the thing you don't like is the packing up, so don't pack up. I'm like, "Um, how do I do that? He said, get an RV. I'm like, do what? <laughs> a what? <laughs> we don't know anything about that. Neither one of us ever. Yeah, I was excited about that. Yeah, our that families did not RV, um, didn't camp out. Um, so we didn't, it wasn't like something we'd grown up doing and it'd be like going home. This was going to be a new, a new venture for us. You know, one thing we did do, do though was once I presented it to you and you were at least open-minded about it, we started watching YouTube videos of people that were full-timers. And we heard the good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> um, and decided, well, we could maybe do that. 
So here we are, four years later, we've been RVing and I think we've enjoyed it. I'm actually probably just now starting to get a rhythm of understanding everything that we're in. So, uh, so we'll see. We're going to do it another year. I don't have plans otherwise. <laughs> well, one thing I, I think that I tell people, people say, oh, are you ever going to settle down and all that? And I mean, we are looking for land and some other things right mm -hmm. now, just keeping our eyes open. But one of the things that we attempt to do is God says it. We attempt to obey. Mm -hmm. And many times I think he's allowing us to just kind of do things to kind of be ready for an assignment that he may mm -hmm. have for us or a location or, mm -hmm. a, I mean, one of the things that was kind of cool we recently did, we spent uh, the month of November in the, on the property where our daughter, her family and our grandchildren mm -hmm. were. And that was a load of fun. It was a little, little challenging because we were on hand all the time 24 7 and there was a pretty good cold snap that came yeah through. it got cold and the, we the weather is something that's not as friendly if you're RVers you know the ideal would be about 75 degrees <laughs> during the day yeah. 50 at night that would be ideal and it was much colder than that it was dropping well below the 20s sometimes down into the 10s and below not as much fun but so we are going to just continue and move along and Presently, yes. Listen in and, and you know, back when COVID hit, we kind of looked at each other and we went, huh, this could be why God wanted us to do this so yeah. that we could actually be mobile. And so that worked out and, well. And you mentioned um, the possibility of getting some land. I think one of the reasons that we haven't just absolutely, you know, said, oh, well, let's go do that is because both of us... Um, have this vision of a larger piece of land um, that we can actually farm on. Um, that will be a new adventure. And and let me just go ahead and say, <laughs> we ain't farmers. No. <laughs> we don't. Ooh. We don't know. I mean, you're talking about YouTube. She was talking about YouTube earlier. With it's like, okay, we could be into our 60s, and we're gonna homesteading. We're gonna a little house on the prairie. Yeah. We're gonna be like. Uh, What's his name? The Ingalls. And, Charles. And uh, yeah, we'll see how that works out. We're still, we're still, we're still just in the early stages of seeing what God has in store for that. We'll get back to you. We'll get back to you on that. So. But, you know, speaking of the early stages of seeing what God's got in store for us in the 30 something years that we've been together, isn't it interesting the number of times he's shown us something that we thought was like the next step, but it was actually just to kind of keep us excited, engaged until he took us to the next step. That if he had shown us that next step first, we would have thought, uh, no, that too big or too impossible or too whatever. So it is interesting to me to think about, you know, in our minds, we talk about getting a piece of land, doing a little homesteading, having like a barn dough, um, stuff like that. But maybe that's just a carrot that he's got out there and there's something totally different that's on the other side of that, but he can't quite show it to us yet. So we're just kind of flexible and I think, trying to listen. I think the, the learning point is, is we're all along this journey, this path, and and there's a time that some people will say, 
I'm done. I'm not, uh, they, they're still alive. I'm not saying that they're, you know, ending their life or anything, but they're saying, I'm done. I'm going to be right here. I'm going to be doing this. I'm not going to make any changes. Yeah. going to hang out with the same people, do the same things every day. And, and I think that's okay. But that just does not seem like the path that we're along. And I'm guessing a number of you listening in is not your path either. And so I think we just want to encourage people along the way on the on the journey. And, you know, things can change. The, the, the culture, <laughs> politics, countries, yeah. I think a lot of that we might see changing in the not too distant future. And I think we just need to be open to things that God may want to do in our lives. And I think that's the big thing that I've learned from our journey, because had we spoken five years ago, 10 years ago, 15, 20 years ago, and someone had told me what was going to be happening in the next three to five years, I don't think I would have been adamant, but I don't know that I would have embraced had someone said, you know, 15 years ago, especially 15 years ago, that we would be, have been basically nomads for Four years or 10 years, almost well, 10 years, yeah, you know, that we had, would have spent time overseas, that we had done things like that. So I guess just be open. Maybe maybe that's the message and uh, and be excited about what comes your way. So speaking of that, let's shift just a little bit. Okay. Let's kind of do a quick what, what we learned from the year and maybe what we see happening as we head into a new year. And talk about it from our standpoint, and maybe share what others might be able to glean from it. And then I want to wrap up. Glory is actually finishing up a year-long leading a Bible study that was a read through the Bible. I'm going to ask her some things about that, especially she heads into the new year. So let's talk about 2022 mm-hmm. and the year that was. Mm-hmm. Kind of glad it's over. You glad it's over? Um, yeah. Yeah. Why is that? Well, we have definitely had some blessings this year because we had our second granddaughter um, and have had some really special times with both grandchildren. Um, but there's also been some things this year. I mean, um, parents failing health, your father passing away this year. Um, I had a bird fly into my windshield. <laughs> And bust my windshield on a travel day. I had forgotten all about that. Thanks yeah. for bringing that up. Yeah. I mean, we've had just some really weird things this year um, that have made it a little bit of a challenging year. And then you just look, um, you know, worldwide, um, continued scares on pandemics and gas prices and all this stuff, you know. Um, but I think the thing that... Um, God has shown to me time and time and time again this year is that he loves us. He protects us. I mean, I could have died it when that bird hit my windshield because it it was a it was a big had to have been a big old bird to yeah. bust through a windshield. So, yeah. yeah. Um and the other big thing that, that he's shown me is that his plans are bigger than our plans. His ways are bigger than our ways. And the thing he's just been telling me all year is, Corey, just trust me. Trust me. Trust me. I do. I do. I do. But have you thought about that? Glory, just trust me. And um, so it's been a year of 
taking steps in faith, um, trying to seek, and it felt like being in quicksand. I think that's probably one of the biggest things I've hated this year is with all my heart and with all your heart, we've been saying, Lord, what do you want us to do with the rest of our lives? What is it that you put us here for? What is our purpose? Just show me and I'll go do it. But? <laughs> Just share. Share what? Just trust me and share. On the microphone but what share. do you want me to share? Just trust me and share. Which is one of the reasons we are sitting here at the last week of the year, finally, doing this. And we've been talking about it for... At least a year. Yeah. So, yeah, 22 has been a year of stretching, a year of loss, blessings, though. Um, But, I mean, I can just see God's fingerprints all over it. So, I don't know, what do you think about the year of 2022? I think that analogy is interesting that you brought up of being in quicksand. And I think some people listening in will probably get it too. It's like, you know, you wanted to move further, quicker, whatever, but yet you felt as if you were sort of in the same place. Mm And, you know, I was excited. I was able to release a novel. So that's, I think, a big win. Oh, yeah, I'm that e- was this year, too. Gosh, that seems like forever. I'm excited <laughs> about that. That was actually, and I've gotten just some of the feedback and all has been so nourishing to my soul. And and I think, I think there are times where we are just in a place to learn, to gain some wisdom, we went through that back when we were going through some financial challenges where we really couldn't do anything or felt like we couldn't do anything and see results. But yet there were some changes going on inside our spirits. Our souls were just growing. Our hearts were getting into a position that they needed to be to be in. And, and I really do think that we will look back and that's what these last few years have been for many people, some of you, I believe, some is is what is what is the preparation of our hearts that's going on? Because what Glory brought up is something that I consider, I think Glory does too, is that you know, she mentioned that we're just to trust God. And while that is such a flippant statement and so easy to say, I actually think it's extremely rare mm. that yeah. we truly put our trust and faith in God because many of us, especially in the cultures that we're in, in the, in the modern day first world cultures, we're so used to things like, if it is to be, it's up to me, that we need to hustle, yeah. that you need to get up early and get your day going and do things. And you need to do, 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 do. And you need to get your jobs, you know, your business and everything in order and set your goals and all that kind of stuff. None of that stuff is bad. I'm not saying that's bad at all. But there comes a place, and I don't know exactly where it is, but I know for me, there comes a place where it crosses over from me trusting him mm-hmm. into trusting Tim. I just came mm, up with that. You that? did. That's good. So I don't know if you've got a name that rhymes with him, but <laughs> but I think for me that I need to have more of my minutes, hours, days, weeks, years of trusting him instead of trusting Tim. 
And, and I think the big challenge for most of us, especially as we head into a new year and we're setting goals and all that is, yes, yeah, set some goals. Let's, let's do some things that we want to achieve and accomplish. I've got books and things we're doing with our podcast and channels and clients and things like that. I'm, I'm all for that. But are, are we putting our trust in that or are we still trusting him? And, and I think that's important even with relationships, with marriage, with our children, our grown children, our parents, things like that, is that we will often get into a place where we're attempting to control it, own it, mm-hmm. force it, make things yeah. happen on our own power. And, and it doesn't mean we sit around and do nothing. That's the challenging part of it. Do we it? want to put our hand to something. It's just... What is it? I think we're created for that. There's a reason that this podcast is called Seek, Go, Create. There's a reason it's in that order is because Mm -hmm. if you start creating, sometimes you could get that out of balance. And so for me, it's important to seek first, then go out into the world and then start creating. And so uh, I think that's a big lesson for me. You know, um, when you were talking, it made me think about the movie Officer and a Gentleman. And I think we need to learn to trust in good times so that we don't get to the point. Wasn't it Officer and Gentleman when he's going, I got nowhere else to go. I got nowhere else to go. Is that the right thing? Oh, I get the reference now. I'm sorry. You get it? I'm sorry. You're going, where's she going with this? Isn't that like... Richard Gere. Yeah, and he's going, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? He's like, I got nowhere else to go. You don't want to get to the place where I got nowhere else to go but trust God. Trust him before that (laughs) Uh, because we've done that. And, I mean, so thankful he will still see you through and he'll meet meet you where you are. But I'm attempting now to trust him without him having to put me in that much of an uncomfortable position where I have nowhere else to go but to trust him. Does proactive proactive trust instead yes. of reactive trust? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think. Sorry, I was totally leading you someplace. You were going, huh? Yeah, I was going to say I'm still <laughs> trying to think of. My grandmama wants to fly. <laughs> you want to fly jets? My grandmama wants to fly jets. Okay. But anyway, sorry. I don't um, think I've ever actually seen the movie. I've only seen those scenes. <laughs> you're just you're just making up a reference and using it. Uh, yeah, I I I totally agree with that. And one of the things that we, I believe, would love to do as we head into the year is trust him yeah. more. I think if there's anything that all of us, any of us can do that call ourselves Christians, followers of Christ, mm-hmm. whatever term you want to use, or just people of faith, you know, people that may still be figuring things out, which I think all of us are. Hopefully some of us are a little farther along because we've been doing it for 30 years. I hope I'm farther along than I was 30 years ago, but and that's just trust him more. Mm-hmm. Trust him more. You know, I'm going to set some goals and do some things, but I will yield and change those at any time if I believe that he says, Tim, I need you to do this. Mm-hmm. Go here. Say this. Share this. And that's uh, that's the place that I think that we're trying to get to. And it's interesting to do it as a couple because sometimes he may give you instructions for me. And I may have instructions for you, and sometimes we don't like to hear it from the other one. Mm-hmm. I, I know you've, you're never that way. I'm not. Okay, maybe so. That, 
that, that was for those listening in. It was the look <laughs> again. It's a different look. You kind of have to understand the nuance of the look <laughs> that only 35 years can uh, can bring you. So trust God. I think that's the goal as we head into the year. I do want to I do want to talk about just a few things before we wrap up here that I think were cool this last year. Okay. You stretched yourself by not just doing a read through the Bible, mm-hmm. but you led a group that was doing a read through the Bible. So you want to give credit on who all that was and what all was going on with the organization you were doing that with and then and then what your role was? Yes. Um, so um, fall before last, uh, f- a lady that I kind of followed on Instagram had invited people that might want to do a n- read through the New Testament last fall. And um, it was using uh, the Bible Recap podcast with Tara Lee Cobble and it also incorporates um, the chronological, um, a chronological reading plan. It is not necessarily the chronological Bible reading plan. So um, they have kind of a specific reading plan that they use. And, and then also videos from um, the Bible project that you can find on YouTube. I know I've just thrown a lot of names out. Don't worry, you won't be tested on this. So, um, but I did the the New Testament with them, and it was so rewarding and so enriching um, that I wanted to do the entire Bible this year. And um, and I mean, Tim and I have graduated from Bible college. I mean, we've got masters in biblical studies. I learned things that were never presented to me at Bible school, and um, and I researched a lot of it out. And I'm going, yep, that that's good information there. So um, January, I started, and you started with me the read through the year, the entire Bible in a year. Um, using this reading plan, using the daily podcast from Tara Lee and the uh, Bible recap, and then the videos from Bible Project. And on top of that, we also did a weekly Zoom call with whoever wanted to join our reading group. And I've got a core group that has gone through the entire year together. And um, we actually met yesterday and we were just talking about, we've got one week left and we were just talking about, can you believe when we started in Genesis and it seemed like we would never get here and wow, look look at where we are and what we've learned this year. And um And, you know, and I've got people who have never read through the Bible before that are part of this group, and they're so excited that this will be their their first time through. And everyone wants to do it again next year because I was like, well, I'm going to do it. But do I want to lead again? No. Oh, yes, 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 yes. We got to lead again. This is this is good. So um, we are going to be starting again January 1st, and it will be read the Bible with me in 2023. (laughs) And um. And one of the things that I was kind of, I kind of felt led to do, there's a lot of technology pieces, kind of. They pulled together a lot of really good resources. They did. And sometimes it can be overwhelming. Yeah. 
So what I have done for this next year with the help of my daughter is um, taken everything and put it kind of in a dashboard for you so that, you know, on January 1st, you can pull it open. It shows you what scriptures you need to read, if there's a video you need to watch. And then if there are any resource notes that were also shared within the podcast, because not all podcast players are alike. Some don't show all the notes. Some do. It's anyway. Um, so. I am hoping that that makes it even easier to follow along this year. Um, but it has just, I've loved it. It's, it was daunting at the beginning of the year thinking every single week I've got to be prepared. I've got to be on top of it. I got to be able to add something for these people, but it has just been wonderful. And I'm, Tim will tell you, I'm a researcher. I like to dig down and, you know, what do words mean? And, um, you know, what are archaeological finds that, you know, or what's information that's out there historically that maybe is not actually presented in the Bible. So how can I add that in and make it even re more real and true and all of that? Um, so it's been, it's been a fun year doing that. And those are kind of the things that I've presented to my group. And and I will also tell you that we have been a tight prayer group and we have seen God do some awesome things this year. We have seen prayers answered just one after another after another. Um, cancers healed. Um, babies in hospitals healed. Um, marriages restored. Um, we Just things after another. It's It's been great. So, so here's the contrast in personalities. Glory was telling you about all some of the details and some of the, some of the, um, the tools and resources and the digging and all of that. Let me tell you what I got from the read through the Bible. To me, it is so valuable to understand the big picture story of the Bible, mm -hmm. because if you go in to even Bible school or churches and all that, many times you'll hear a scripture or two. Often someone will pluck it out and try to tell some things related to it. And it is, it is often challenging to understand how what you're reading, studying, looking at fits into the big picture of the story of God, the story of what God did with the nation of Israel, the story of why Jesus Christ came, went to the cross, went down and defeated death, was then resurrected to be seated at the right hand of the Father. To me, just emphasizing the big picture story is so cool. And it took a year to do it. <laughs> I mean, it's there's a lot in there. It's very rich. Mm -hmm. And I think what I would like to do, or we've got a couple things we're going to do as we wrap up here, is I'm going to make sure there's links down in the show notes. Yes. And if someone's watching this on YouTube, we'll try to make sure that we circle back and put it down in the mm -hmm. comments. Because I encourage you to jump on board and do this Bible study with her, regardless of your background. If you can't spell Bible, this would be great for you. If you consider yourself a Bible scholar, this would be great for you. Mm -hmm. Or anywhere in between, I think it's valuable to spend time in the Word of God. And that is what this, as kind of a sidebar of what we thought we might do with doing some podcast episodes together, mm -hmm. because here's what Gloria and I will do. We get up in the morning, we'll get our coffee. We'll sit here in the, in the big, huge, spacious area that we've got in this RV and we'll just start talking. And sometimes we kind of go back and forth. You can kind of tell we've got a contrast in the way we think about things. 
Glory gets agitated by that. I love it. I love kind of <laughs> mixing it up a little bit. And and we just talked and we were sitting there at times going, boy, this should be recorded because we are not just taking things at the surface level. We're digging down. We're making sure that we're clear, knowing that we're wrong many times, but really digging and trying to find out what truth is. And what's interesting is in the world we're in today, truth is in short supply. And truth's being rewritten. It's, it is being rewritten. There's a small T truth and big yeah. T truth. And so here's what our desire is, is we want capital T truth. Which is Jesus. Which is the story of the Bible. Yes. And some people might say, oh, I don't believe that's just words on paper. Well, that's fine if that's what you believe. I've just read through it, read through it again, just finishing up. And let me just mm-hmm. tell you, that's our story. That's the story. So I wanted to add one thing real quick on the chronological part of it, because you could say, well, I've, I've read through the Bible before, or you could just start in Genesis and read through Revelation. One of the reasons that I think the chronological is so important, and I'll just give you two quick examples. Psalms, many, many of the Psalms were written by David. Some of them when he was just a shepherd boy, some when he was waiting to become king, some after he was king. And you could just read them through, and that's cool. But when you're reading it chronologically, you are actually reading a psalm where David that David wrote when he was being chased by Saul and hiding in a cave. At the same time that you're reading the story of Saul chasing David into caves and him having to hide and, and all that. So you're reading it together at the same time. The other example I was going to give, the book of Acts. Instead of reading the book of Acts and then reading all of Paul's letters, you are reading Paul's letters as we're covering it in the book of Acts within that mission, those different missionary journeys. So around the time he would have visited wherever um, or written to wherever, you're reading the letter that he wrote there. And so it's putting it more in context of what was actually a life that was actually being lived and what was going on at that time. So when you're seeing David struggling because he's being hunted down, he's an innocent man being hunted down. He doesn't understand why Saul hates him so much. He, um, I mean, you know, he's got all the feelings and you actually then see him pour those feelings out to God in a psalm. And you go, oh. Wow. So that's what he was going through when he wrote this. Wow. Just puts it in context. It It puts it in order. And it's not just an isolated Mm -hmm. 150 Psalms that you're reading through and going, yeah, I wonder what the context is. I think context is very important Mm -hmm. when you're doing the read through Mm -hmm. chronologically. So, well, listen, we encourage you to jump on board. We'll include links and mm-hmm. all that. Are you okay with some other people joining? Absolutely. Us? We would love to have more people join us. And the other thing is this dashboard that I put together. You, if you are already doing the Bible recap and you're doing it with another group, you keep doing it. Or if your church is doing it, you do it with them, but you can still download the um, the dashboard that we've created just to make it a little more simple to find everything you need for the day. What podcast number is it? What scriptures do I have to read today? Is there a video? I never could find those show notes about that article she mentioned. 
it's all right there for you on day whatever. You just go look it up. It's there. And um, so we're just I'm making that available. Uh, My mind's already kind of last night. I was up a little bit late um, working on it. And um, uh, my mind's already going to next year of some tweaks that I can already make uh, with it and and it being even better. Um, But it is a really good tool this year. And I thank my daughter for her help on that. And um, I I think it's going to it's going to be a great tool that you can use. Um, And, you know, if you don't have a group that you're doing the read through with and you just want a little bit of accountability and grace (laughs) and love from a group of people, then you can by all means join us. And like Tim said, we will have all the links and everything for you. Um, you can always visit my website, which is liveglorified.com. So, uh, yeah, just jump on board. And I, I think that's one of the best things you can do as you head into the year is spend some more time in the Word. We'll include that. So, well, we are going to wind down here. Here's what I would love for those that have spent the time listening in. If you're watching this on YouTube, I'd love for you to jump down in the comments because we would love to hear some feedback about this format. It, it was it, it had a bit of a just us having conversation. There's a few things we wanted to discuss. I'd love to hear some feedback on, you know, yeah, y'all keep doing this, maybe change it up, something. Anyway, I would love to get some feedback. If you're listening to this on your podcast uh, player, jump over to one of our socials at Seek Go Create. We're Seek Go Create everywhere. And just comment on this. Let us know. Glory is at Live Glorified. We'll include her and all the things too. And just kind of let us know. We we really do feel compelled to have more conversation like this. Maybe it's for you. Maybe it's for us. We don't know. <laughs> but we, we believe that. But we'd love to hear uh, your just feedback and, and response. I am mildly excited about 2023. You excited? I'm kind of a little bit fatigued Mm -hmm. and ready to step over into a new year. I'm hopeful that people listening in are. Yeah. And uh, let's just kind of see what happens as we go into the new year. Yes? Yes. All right. Our grandbabies are coming the beginning of the year, so that'll be fun. Yeah. Just for those that aren't grandparents yet. It's the best. Greatest. Greatest greatest thing ever. So anyway. We had two little granddaughters. Yes. They're so cute. All right, Lori, thank you for glorifying us. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening in. This is Seek Go Create. We drop new episodes every Monday. Until next time, continue being all that you were created to be.